you give the band a hand? Nice work, guys. Hey, good morning. Welcome to Southwoods Christian Church. My name is Tara. We're glad you're here today. Whether you are here in person, maybe you're watching online, um, thanks for being here. Thanks for making the choice to be here. Um, lots of things we can do with a beautiful Sunday morning, um, but this is the best option. So we're glad you're here. want to draw your attention to a few things before we get started. Um, announcement times the last month or so have been really involved, and that's an amazing thing because we're busy, because we're a church on the move. We have a lot of things going on, ways that you can connect, ways that you can serve, and groups you can be involved in. The list goes on and on. So let's take a quick peek at a few of the things that we have going on around here. This Wednesday, the 13th, we have the Seder. It's going to be right here at 630 um, we do ask, and today I think is kind of the last day, um, that you sign up so that we can plan to make sure you are, um, we have accommodations for you. So you can do that by going to our website. There's a link right there that you can just sign up on. Um, if that's not your gig and you just can't do it, maybe talk to one of us afterwards and let us know you're coming and we'll get your name added, okay? It's for everybody, your whole family. We have programming for children as well, so be here for that. Also want to let you know next weekend is Easter Sunday. And again, reminder, two services, two services, 9 and 1030, two identical services. So plan accordingly. And again, an encouragement to you to reach out, invite people to come with you. No better time than to invite people to come. So again, 9 and 1030 next week. Also a reminder, on April 22nd and 23rd, the men have a retreat. Um, it's actually going to be right here at Southwoods, and they've got some incredible things planned. There's a sign-up in the back, a long list of guys' names already going. If you want to be a part of that, make sure you go back and grab that information. There's a flyer back there as well. And then just two quick highlights. Uh, grad night's coming up in May. Vacation Bible School's coming up in June. Make sure that, again, along the back, go check out the information. So before we start uh, with our kind of normal worship time, I just kind of want to offer a word of encouragement this morning. You know, sometimes in life, we just have to say yes. Sometimes we just have to take a leap of faith and we have to say yes. And today I want you to focus on maybe for the first time or maybe for the hundredth time or the thousandth time, you're going to say yes to Jesus today. And it doesn't have to be super involved. It can simply be yes. Yes, I want to know more about you. Yes, I want to make it to church on Sundays. Yes, I want to open my Bible and actually read it. Yes, I want to get into a group, women's ministry, men's life groups. Yes, I want to make a commitment to you, Jesus, again, because I feel like I've fallen again. With every yes, he's right there, and he's ready, even when we're not. So I'd like to pray us into worship this morning, and as we go about our worship, as we start just keep thinking, how can you say yes to the Lord today? No is a lot harder, FYI. So let's say yes to any of those things I said and a hundred more of where you are in your life today. Maybe you just need to simply say yes and let God answer with how he wants you to respond with that yes. Let's pray and we'll get started, all right? Father God, it is just awesome to have the freedom to stand here today. Um, to openly come and worship you. And maybe we don't know uh, what we're worshiping. Maybe we're just trying to figure all of this out because life is crazy. But we know when we simply say yes and we are obedient to what you're asking from us, 
you put things in place. So this morning, Father, as we worship you and we learn about you and we hear about your incredible work in this body, we say yes to you this morning. And I boldly pray that you identify what, what that is for each and every one of us and what our next steps need to be to be followers of you, to be stewards of your instruction. Thank you for your incredible love. Thank you for this church. And again, thank you for the opportunity to worship you this morning. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. And everybody said, amen. Let's go ahead and stand up. Praise Him today and every day of our lives. I count on one thing. The same God who never fails will not fail me now. You won't fail me now in the waiting. The same God who's never late is working all
continue to make that decision as we worship. Um, before we go on to our next song, I want you to turn and say hi to someone this morning. It's so good to see the body of Christ, the church family, loving on one another, talking. Let's sing this out as we build our lives on Him. Worthy of every song we could ever sing. You're worthy of all the praise we could ever bring. Worthy of every breath we could ever breathe. We live for you. We live for you. Jesus, the name above every other name. Jesus, the only one who could ever say. Worthy of every breath we could ever breathe. We live for you. Oh, we live for you. Your heart and lead me in your love to 
You may have a seat. Lord, we just pray. We pray that we would be building our lives upon you, God. Because if we build it on anything else, we know that the storms of life will come and it's just gonna, just gonna get washed away. But Lord, you are our rock, our cornerstone, and I just pray that everything we do in this life would be built upon you and it would be for your kingdom because nothing, nothing in this day and this age will last, Lord. But your kingdom is forever, God. So we just thank you for that hope and that assurance that you give us, Lord. Help us to rely on you alone in each and every day of our lives, Lord. Thank you for your son and for that, for the ability for us to do that because of him and because of what he's done for us, Lord. And we just pray this all in your son's name, amen. Sweet. <laughs> Short and sweet. So uh, good morning. Welcome to Southwoods, everybody. A happy 32nd anniversary, Southwoods. You know, you go back 32 years, and uh, there are a few of us still around who remember the days when we were waiting and just hoping somebody would show up at Morse Elementary School. We were about in about 10 minutes till 10. It was like all of a sudden, there were all these people that just started coming in, and we had our opening day, and it's been fascinating, wonderful, exciting, terrifying, and a whole lot of other things ever since. But mostly, it's been a blessing, because here's the thing about life. Everything that you do that's an investment in other people will last forever, because people are, people are eternal. And so just note to self... I don't care if you're in business or what you do professionally. You don't have to be a pastor to make a difference in other people's lives. You just have to be determined that with God's help, you'll make an investment in other people's lives. So, uh, so I just encourage you to do that. And it's been a thrill to be a part of Southwoods all these years. And uh, I know many of you have been around for uh, a, a number of years. I'm just curious, if you've been around for, let's say, 25 years or more, we just play a little game here. Just indulge me, okay? If you've been around 25 years or more, would you just stand where you are? Come on. Don't be shy. Don't be shy. Yes, several. Several have been around 25 years or more. Okay, great. And, yeah, it's somebody who wouldn't stand, I see. So uh, go ahead and grab a seat. Yay, each of you, because back in the early days, you believed and you made a difference. You have been investing in people's lives all of these years. None of that is lost on God. I mean, he sees it all. So how about if you've been around Southwoods for 15 years or more, would you just stand? Excellent, excellent. So a number, a number of you have been around for a long time. You've been making a difference. Thank you. Go ahead and grab a seat. I think uh, when I see your faces, I just see the investment that you're continuing to make around here at Southwoods and in the lives of people. Five years or more. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. Go ahead and grab a seat. Thank you. You guys as well. And just, uh, I, 
I mean, we are this collection of people who've been around here for a bunch of years, and what we have in common is this. I mean, God called us as a church to reach people who don't know Jesus, you know, make disciples of those who are not disciples, grow them up to be fully devoted followers of Christ, and to give them opportunities. Uh, the best opportunities we as a church can provide for them to come to know, uh, come to be, become fully devoted followers of Jesus. That's really what, uh, what God's called us to do. Sure, you opportunities to know God, become fully devoted follower of Christ, and to discover God's purpose for your life. I mean, that's kind of our mission statement has been for years, but uh, that's, that's what we're doing. And it's all rooted in Scripture, and uh, yay you, every single one of you who's a part of that. So we're so grateful. And if you're new today, if you've never been around here, you know, I'm not going to ask you to stand. <laughs> you get a pass. So uh, thrilled, that you're, uh, thrilled that, you're, uh, that you're here. And trust that as you listen this morning, maybe God's Spirit will tug at your heart to say, you know, maybe, maybe God would have me to be a part of this fellowship, a part of this body, and uh, a place where He can make a difference in my life over time, and I can make a difference in the lives of other people over time. And um, That is largely what God wants His church to be about. So... Uh, one of the highlights every year of our anniversary Sunday is an opportunity uh, that you don't hear from me. And so that's one of the highlights, other than, you know, I kind of say a little bit at the beginning. But uh, just to hear the testimonies of a few folks from Southwoods, the difference that God's been making in their lives since uh, coming here. And we've got people today who are going to share a little bit from different, I mean, some have been around here different lengths of time and so forth. But I just want to invite you to give them your attention and listen with this in mind. Holy Spirit... What do you have to say to me from these testimonies, from what I'm going to hear? If you'll just listen with that kind of uh, openness, that kind of reflectivity, um, I'm quite sure God will say something that will bless your life. Uh, this morning, uh, Jerry and Lisa Lynch are going to share first, and then uh, Dan and Jamie Getke. And uh, Dan is here this morning, but his wife, Jamie, they wanted to do it together. Jamie is an EMT. She's, uh, she's in an ambulance this morning, so she won't be here. She's not here but they will be on the screens. And uh, so, but you can still say something to Dan afterwards because he's here, but they kind of have these opposite schedules. There was never going to be a time that we could get them both together at the same time, um, except for a couple of windows that we're able to film them. So that was, uh, that was what we did. And thank you uh, guys for that. Uh, Justin Barclay is gonna share and uh, then Betty Mays is gonna share. And so I uh, just hope that you'll uh, listen close. I'm gonna pray and uh, then Jerry and Lisa, why don't you guys come on up while I'm praying, and then you'll be ready to go, okay? Let's join, join me in prayer, all right? Father, thank you for your faithfulness. Uh, we recognize that everything good in our lives has come from you, and uh, we thank you for Southwoods, the good things. But Lord, as we listen to uh, just the reflections of each of these folks, um, would you both strengthen our hearts through their stories, through their experiences, through what they've learned, but would you... Uh, not just strengthen us for our benefit, but would you strengthen us that we might strengthen and invest in others, that, uh, that your influence in the world might be seen through us, uh, in addition to all of the rest of the created order that reflects your glory. So I thank you, God, for being a part of all these years here, and we just uh, dedicate all of this to you because you're the one who's making the difference in everyone's life. It's, Southwoods doesn't exist without you. And so uh, we're grateful to be a part of it, but we're grateful to have a relationship with you. So listen 
close, Lord, as we share our testimonies, not just for us, but for you. It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Jerry, Lisa. couple unscripted comments first. Um, we didn't know that no was an answer when we got the phone call. <laughs> One of the guys I was talking with earlier said he said no. Um, and then uh, we didn't know that video was an option either. <laughs> so yay to, yay to those guys. And the third one is one of the songs that, uh, that we sang this morning is about the firm foundation, right? And I love that song, and I mentioned that in my words, so everything's kind of, you know, together, all in peace. So with that, um, I'll get started. Um, good morning, I'm Jerry, wife Lisa, daughter Danielle is here today. Um, you might know us as the once a month coffee serving people. So we do that. Um, but Greg called me a week or two ago, and uh, my first reaction when you see Greg Montague on the phone is, oh my gosh, what's wrong? Is Lori okay? Oh no, not Gabe. What happened to Gabe? And then I thought, well, maybe he's calling me about, you know, some expert lawn care advice, like how to grow better weeds. Not that kind of weed, the, the crabgrass, you know, kind of stuff. Um, and then maybe I thought it was something to do with church. So of course I answered the call. Anytime pastor calls, you always answer the phone call, right? Um, and it dawned on me, you know, once I answered that it was our turn to be up here. And, uh, you know, we gladly will do it. Uh, we wondered when we were gonna get called. So um, we figured that since we've been going through some, some stuff that maybe some of you guys know about, it was a good time for us to share. So thanks for giving us the opportunity. So we've been here at Southwoods. There wasn't an 11 year club that he mentioned, but we're, we're 11 years. Um, our first exposure to Southwoods was through a preschool program that we enrolled Danielle in called Friday Fun Day. And uh, I think uh, there's a couple of people, Sheila's here, she was instrumental in that, Debbie's here, and she was instrumental in that. And we had just moved into a new neighborhood, so we were looking for places to get plugged in locally. I'll go first. A couple unscripted comments first. Um, we didn't know that no was an answer when we got the phone call. <laughs> One of the guys I was talking with earlier said, he said no. Um, and then uh, we didn't know that video was an option either. <laughs> so yay to, yay to those guys. And the third one is one of the songs that, uh, that we sang this morning is about the firm foundation, right? And I love that song and I mentioned that in my words so everything's kind of you know, together, all in peace. So with that, um, I'll get started. Um, good morning, I'm Jerry, wife Lisa, daughter Danielle is here today. Um, you might know us as the once a month coffee serving people. So we do that. Um, but Greg called me a week or two ago and uh, my first reaction when you see Greg Montague on the phone is, oh my gosh, what's wrong? Is Lori okay? Oh no, not Gabe. What happened to Gabe? And then I thought, well, maybe he's calling me about, you know, some expert lawn care advice, like how to grow better weeds. Not that kind of weed, the, the crabgrass, you know, kind of stuff. Um, and then maybe I thought it was something to do with church. So of course I answered the call. Anytime pastor calls, you always answer the phone call, right? Um, and it dawned on me, you know, once I answered that it was our turn to be up here. We were 
um, out at 183rd Mission Road. And we were walking our dogs a couple days after we enrolled her and we came across this really nice couple. And they had a great big dog and we're like, oh no, it's a dog, get to the other side of the street. Because <laughs> our dogs were all over him. And uh, it was a great big Labrador named Sam. And uh, for those of you that know, had been here a while, you know, the great big Labrador named Sam was Greg and Lori's dog. So, you know, one thing turned to another, you know, we saw this divine intervention kind of all coming together with the preschool, the dogs, we were looking for a church home and, you know, one thing led to another and, you know, here we are. Um, you know, we couldn't be more happier and feel more blessed that God chose Southwoods for us, that we chose Southwoods for ourselves and that we're here together. So we consider Greg and Lori neighbors, pastors, friends, and of course, family. So the answer to the question uh, that we ask ourselves in Anniversary Sunday is to describe the difference God has made in our lives since coming here. And it's, it's not an easy one, but it's really not a hard one either. Um, it ultimately ties back to you know, who we are here as a people, as a group, as a church family, as the body of Christ. Um, God puts people in life for a reason. And at the time, I needed men in my life. That I, that I could pattern my walk after. So through Bible study and men's retreats and golf outings and small group and uh, the different teams that we've served on through the years, um, you know, he's, he's built that firm foundation that I mentioned, that foundation of truth and of believing and of mercy and grace. You know, and I was writing this, I asked, I was thinking out loud, um, you know, how does a person that doesn't have little or no faith handle everything that life throws at us? You know, how does a person with no or little faith deal with fear and loss and self-doubt and lying and greed, all those things? So for me, you know, Southwoods has helped me turn to God and to put my faith in Him not only at times of struggle, but also at times of joy. So we have to, I have to keep that as a balance because I still try to just manage things on my own. My human part just takes over. And, uh, you know, thank God for Lisa in my life because her first response is, well, have you prayed about it? It's like, ah, let me go do that. So um, it's, it's just, Southwoods has been a blessing for us and we're really thankful to be here. So thank you and God bless. And I'll let Lisa say a few words. Good morning, Southwoods. Happy anniversary. Um, before I start, I just want to say uh, a special thanks to Greg and Lori for starting Southwoods 32 years ago. Um, it's been such a blessing. You guys have been a blessing, and we just really appreciate you. Um, you know, it's funny because a few months ago, I was standing in service and we were worshiping and I happened to glance over in the direction of Greg and Lori and I just thought, I love them so much. <laughs> Thank you, God, for them. And then I felt like God was saying, they're going to ask you to speak on Anniversary <laughs> Sunday. And I was like, wait, okay, I need to tell Jerry that. So when he gets the phone call, you know, not that we would, uh, you know, avoid Greg's phone call, right? <laughs> because let me tell you, I love to do stuff like this. <laughs> not. <laughs> um, so anyway, 
it was a God moment, and here we are, and here I go. So, um, I forgot my glasses. Oh. Danny, can you grab my glasses? <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> I, was, I was really worried I was going to forget my paper, and instead I, I forget my glasses. This is her so way of getting me them. to read it. It's not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I can think of so many ways that God has made a difference in my life, our lives, since coming to Southwoods, and everything Jerry said is so true. But when I prayed about what to say today, God kept bringing to mind a specific time in my spiritual walk. Greg has talked a lot, and I'm not saying a lot, like a lot, <laughs> uh, but um, in recent weeks about when our faith is tested, and I, I definitely feel like mine has been the last few years. Having lost several family members in a relatively short time frame, and having been faced with very challenging family dynamics, there's been a lot of heartache, a lot of grief, and it's been a time of very deep reflection for me. <clears throat> but it was the sudden and unexpe unexpected death of my brother Kenny that really brought me to my knees. Two and a half years ago, Kenny took his own life. Sorry, and for anyone who has ever grieved someone who died because of suicide, it's really hard, and it's different, and it's a very intense and complicated grief. Um, it was and still is heart-wrenching for me, but there's so many other emotions that go into grieving someone who died from suicide. I had a lot of questions for Kenny, for myself, but mostly for God. Um, and if I'm being honest, I was angry at God. I, I just really couldn't comprehend why God would allow anyone to reach a level of such deep despair that he actually thought that his life didn't matter to anyone. And in the weeks and maybe even months following Kenny's death, I wondered if maybe God didn't stop Kenny from dying because God isn't real. Maybe all that I believed wasn't true. And obviously that was just Satan at work. It was such an unsettling time for me because I mean, without God, without Jesus, you know, what, what is there? I mean, um, life on earth is short, and while it can be great, it can also be really painful and really hard. And I just couldn't imagine what my life would be like without that strong foundation of my faith. Of course, this is all a part of God's design. Um, he designed us to need him, and that need isn't satisfied by anyone or anything other than him. And um, in reality, that is the reason why um, I stood firm in my faith, because I felt a need that I couldn't get from anybody else. And so I kept praying, I kept coming to church, and I kept reading scripture. 
And God used my grief, my confusion, and even my doubt to draw me close to him. And I'm so very grateful for that. It was just a few months later, February 9th, 2020, to be exact, that Jerry, Danny, and I were baptized right over there. And I've been a Christian for many years, but never baptized. And I needed to take this step at that time to really just um, show an outward declaration of my faith. And now February 9th is known in our family as our baptism birthday. I still don't understand Kenny's death. I know he's with Jesus and that gives me peace. And for now that's enough. But I know that the darkness and the heartache that we go through can truly be a gift from God if we stand firm in our faith and we feel Jesus as our partner in the pain, just like we heard from Greg a few weeks ago. And while I'm not joyful in any of my circumstances that have been painful like they have, I can be extremely joyful in my faith in him and in my relationship with him, which has grown so much deeper through all that's happened and through all that will happen. It's an essential part of my spiritual journey. Thank you, Southwoods, for being a part of that journey. Thank you. Hello, friends. We are Dan and Jamie Getke. Um, I'm not actually able to be with you today because I'm once again working on the ambulance. For those of you who don't know, Dan is a firefighter and I a paramedic who work here in Johnson County. Uh, we work opposite 24-hour shifts uh, about 10 days a month, uh, leaving only about 10 days a month to be together as a family. So needless to say, our jobs and lives are a bit hectic. Um, we rely on good communication and schedules, but most of all, God to help us through this life. We work in a field that deals with people's struggles, addictions, loneliness, and real medical and trauma emergencies on the worst day of their lives. When I first started in EMS 15 years ago, I really just fell in love with the treatment and technical aspect of our job. Uh, all the procedures we do and just working together as a team. Oh, careful, Gracie. <laughs> like that one right there. Um, I've grown in this field and in life. Um, I've come to realize that majority of my job is really just making connections with people. It just so happens to be when they call 911. With each Sunday that passes, it always seems God is always talking to me and preparing me for what's to come that next week. And it is usually applicable, I said it right that time, during my 911 calls. Patience, kindness, boldness, loving your neighbor, especially during trials and suffering, and sometimes anger, just loving people as Jesus loves us, um, regardless of how they treat us, which is sometimes not great, uh, what their background is, and even if it doesn't align with my beliefs. I've started praying with patients and for patients, uh, talking with people about their troubles and trying to find words to help comfort them, uh, even in their most traumatic experiences. Opening up to God made my job easier and not as a burden as many first responders suffer from. Honestly, it's helped me become a better caregiver, not only at work, but at home too. I find 
myself more and more thinking before acting and speaking in moments of frustration, uh, especially as a wife and as a mother. And I find peace and patience come along with trusting in God and what he wants for us. This life on earth is hard and an uphill battle sometimes for all of us. Without, oh gosh, if anybody knows my mother, Susan, she's a crier and I have that as well. So that's just me. <laughs> uh, without God in our lives and the support of Southwoods, now I can't see, to help us on our journey, uh, we wouldn't be successful. I literally can't read it now because of the tears. It has helped us become the hands and feet of Jesus, spreading love and each interaction. We are so grateful for our Southwoods family. On a side note, um, I wrote this while laying in bed at work days before Greg's message uh, last week about being a shepherd to your flock, which actually just makes me laugh because God always has a way of bringing the message home. Um, Dan, it is your turn now. Right. <laughs> uh, my name is Dan, and <laughs> uh, when Jamie and I first met back in 2011, uh, I didn't really go to church or anything of that nature, so when we first met and started dating, she suggested that uh, I come here with her one day on a Sunday, and I said yes, and have been here ever since, and I love it coming here every Sunday. Uh, I consider this part of my family. And obviously, it's been wonderful raising our little one, Grace, here uh, here at the church. Um, that's when I really kind of found a, a more closeness with God, because I kind of had skewed away for uh, probably ever since I was a teenager. So however long that was ago. But um, part of the, the different ways that God has changed me, especially here through Southwoods, is um, my father-in-law, Ben, suggested a few years ago that I go to uh, on a mission trip with him and, and the guys here at Southwoods to Mexico. And I did that several times and I loved it. And unfortunately, the last few years, I haven't been able to make it, which I hopefully will be able to go back here soon, uh, just with having a little one here. And as Jamie kind of said, our schedules are a little difficult to figure out, but hopefully I'll be able to go back because I, I enjoy serving God down there and, and, and making a difference in the kids' lives that, that are down there. Um, also, we started going to, Jamie and I started going to a small group about, that was a few months ago, that uh, Cody and Aaron Shepard uh, invited us to, and we've been going as much as we can, again, with kind of our schedules, it's hit or miss. And we've had some sickness in the last few months that kind of put a damper on being able to go, but I know that's been uh, kind of a tight-knit group that has been awesome and, and changing us and being able to, to see and talk about the word and different views and, and all that. And that's been awesome to, to uh, be able to do that on those Friday nights. Um, sorry, I'm not much of a public speaker. Uh, kind of the last thing that we talk about was, or that has changed me is obviously wherever she's running around in here is our daughter, uh, Grace. <laughs> she's somewhere in the auditorium. Um, but she has probably been one of the biggest blessings for both Jamie and I. And that hasn't come without some trial and errors I'm sure, as most parents know, but uh, when she first came into this world, she she struggled to come out and broke her clavicle. But she's stronger now, and uh, you know she's God has helped us through all of that and and keep our calm and composure, especially in times where, where we don't want to be. But uh, I just 
take it back to to my wife here, Jamie. <laughs> oh, that's just a glimpse of, of what God has done with us. Obviously, he's done so much more than what we can say in three to five minutes, but uh, all with the help of Southwest along the way. So happy anniversary. Yay. Gracie, where are you? My name is Justin Barclay, and as Jerry stole my joke in the beginning, uh, I was also surprised by the call, and I saw the call from the big guy, and I was like, oh, I should answer that. Why would I not answer that? So I answered. And when Pastor Greg asked me to speak on Anniversary Sunday, I was pretty obviously surprised and thrown off. And uh, I also happened to be on a mission trip with my senior class in Brownsville, Texas, where we were serving at a church in need. I was taking a water break when I got the call, and Pastor Greg asked me to say something about the, uh, about the church, and he gave me a phrase to work with. The difference that God has made in my life is blank. After being asked, I, of course, excitedly told him, oh yeah, I'd love to, like everyone does, but I uh, was not as confident as I sounded, and all I could think was, what did I agree to? Not a public speaker. And uh, yeah, but I also figured that God had put this opportunity in my life and that I should take it. And so now the next step was trying to figure out what to talk about. What difference has Southwoods made in my life? I thought about it for a while and nothing came to me. And to be honest, I actually forgot about it over the course of the trip until towards the end, as I was on a plane ride back, thinking and introspecting, I thought about how the trip had really served to bring my own class together and unify us. And that was when the word that I would talk about hit me, community. God has made a difference in my life through the community here at Southwoods. When my family first moved to this area from New York, we spent about a week looking for a church until one day my mom excitedly came home and said that she found our church, and we've been here since. First of all, the biggest part of the community here has been the leadership at the church between Pastor Greg, Cody, Lori, Kristen, and Jackie have truly been a blessing to the entire congregation and myself. They truly show how to live out Christ-like characteristics, and Pastor Greg and Cody have been ginormous mentors to me. And secondly, I'd like to thank Wesley, who as you all know for his amazing and magnificent and loud singing voice. <laughs> and uh, Wesley has been a really good friend to me. He's uh, tried to organize a small group every week with myself and others, but uh, due to my conflicting work schedules, I haven't been able to go as often. But with his reminders and reminding me every week, diligently, when I say diligently, I mean every week reminding me to go, it's really shown that you know, he cares about me and he thinks about me. And that is a big inspiration to myself. And lastly, everyone here at the church is what makes the community. And that has been the biggest aspect of the community. And it is always a delight getting to meet and greet new people every Sunday. And I doubt for a second that people can come to Southwoods and not feel compelled to socialize, shake new hands, or anything like that. And <clears throat> everyone I've met here has been so kind and open to me, it makes me feel like a friend instead of a stranger. Although 
I think that worship is where, the is where the feeling of community shines the brightest. Recently, I have been stuck in a rut in my own faith where I felt disconnected and separated from God. It has been hard for me to find the motivation to engage in worship, but recently I felt a change. Seeing everyone here become so engrossed in worship has sparked a revival in me. Hearing people be so loud and proud about their faith and praising the Lord's name has shown me the importance of a church. The gathering of a community with the purpose of worshiping the Lord truly has a mystifying feeling. It makes me feel connected with everyone in a supernatural sense that we are all children of God. God had obviously drawn my mother to this place, and I am so grateful that he did. As I'm finishing my senior year, I plan on going to Grand Canyon University in Phoenix, Arizona to study finance and economics. And there are many reasons why I chose the school mainly being in Phoenix, not in Kansas weather, <laughs> which you can never predict. And one of them too was I wanted to keep the Christian sense of community that I found at my own school and here at Southwoods. And it is something that I have cherished to this day. I'm so happy that I got to spend my last seven years of the church worshiping and praising with all of you. Whether I know you by name or not, all of you have collaborated to make this one big, harmonious, and loving community. Thank you. Good morning. Well, I have been doing life at Southwoods for 25 years. <clears throat> and thanks to Brian and Linda Irwin, who extended an invitation to my family to come here. The rest of that is history. Our daughters were friends at school, and that's how I ended up here. I am so grateful that Southwoods has become my extended family, and I'll tell you why. I love this church. It's so, so important to me. It has been a constant in my life. I have experienced acceptance, love, fellowship, learning, discipleship, and a place where I can express freely my praise and worship to God surrounded by other believers. Church life is not the building, but the people inside who love Jesus and want to serve him. A lot has happened over the last 25 years, and during that time, I have experienced many wonderful moments but also many challenges. The breakup of my marriage. It beca I became a single parent to my daughter, a challenge unto, unto itself. Figuring out life as a divorced woman. And then I don't know what I was thinking. I returned to school for my PhD. Another big challenge. But there were people here who were so supportive and who helped edit my research papers and my dissertation. And after four years, I made it through. Two and a half years ago, 
a lot of intense work and sacrifice, let me tell you. Two and a half years ago, uh, after our last trip to Israel, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. I was also in the midst of selling my home when I started chemo. I had to move quickly. Now, during this time, this church unleashed an outpouring of generosity, love, and faithfulness in an incredible way. The support and encouragement from many, many of you was at the highest level of compassion and empathy. People stepped up to the plate and moved me, not once, but twice, without hesitation. And you all know who you are. My gratitude. During my one and a half years of treatment, I had several surgeries and procedures due to complications. I also was working and continued to work in a demanding corporate job where I created, established, and managed a corporate university for executives. The people in this church never gave up on me. I had meals delivered, gift-bearing visitors, flowers, many phone calls, texts, and many, many cards. Imagine opening the door. Here I am, a woman with no hair. And there are two bears standing there who sing to me. Now, if you want to know their names later, I'll tell you. <clears throat> so many prayers were said on my behalf. I felt and received those prayers. Those prayers were heard and answered because today I am cancer free. Glory to God. Prayer is woven into my life with such a passion since I was a little girl that every day I commune with God. He's my best friend. First Thessalonians 5.17 says, never stop praying. Southwood supports my passion for prayer. I belong to several prayer groups, a prodigal group that prays for our young people who have strayed. Sunday before service, there's a group that prays for Sunday services and for everyone who attends. So you are all being prayed for every Sunday. We have a group that prays for our pastor and staff. We have a prayer room in suite three, and we encourage and make available prayer after our church services every Sunday. We have a prayer line where requests can be submitted and over 80 people will pray for you. Southwoods gives you the opportunity and provides resources for you to learn and grow in your walk. Powerful sermons. Thank you, Pastor Greg. Multiple Bible studies. Since retiring right before the pandemic, I have had the opportunity to attend Zoom Bible studies, in-house Bible studies, many Bible studies, life groups. I've been in several life groups, Christ-centered activities, and trips to Israel 
and much, much more. I'm a strong believer in participating in as many as you can. This is where I have acquired knowledge and application of the word, friendship, a place to share life and pray for each other, a way to renew your mind and your spirit. They provide support systems which make life doable and enjoyable. Southwoods has provided a framework for my life. It has shown me how to take Joshua 1.9 to heart. This is my command. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Isaiah 41.31 but those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary, and they will walk and not be faint. I have learned to live above any circumstance. Southwoods has helped me to soar. It has taught me to view trials as exercises to develop my trust muscles. I know that I have the sustained blessing of God's presence and the support of this church body. My prayer is that I have made Southwoods real to you. My eternal gratitude to Greg and Lori for shepherding their flock and helping us all to learn and grow so that we know who we are and whose we are. Southwoods has helped me become a better Christian and enlarged my heart for the gospel. It has equipped me to be a devoted follower of Jesus Christ, who is my everything. Thank you. Well, a word of thanks is in order to each of you who shared. Um, we're so grateful for each of your lives, the investment that you're making around here and have made. And um, when I look at the room, I know that, uh, you know, I just think of how we're kind of spread out and how we've got people watching online who aren't here and actually more people watching online than even here anymore. And the thing that's fascinating to me is just the difference that God does make in all of our lives. It just never gets old to me. You know, we've been doing this for 32 years, Lori and I have, and it's, uh, it's a joy to just see what God is at work doing in each of your lives. And that's because he cares about you, every one of us, far more than we grasp or understand. I think that's why he prompted us years ago to start Southwoods. I think it's part of why Jesus, of course, came and lived and died. It's part of why he calls us to follow him because he wants to be in relationship with us far more than we in and of ourselves want to be in relationship with him. But he cares dearly for you. And uh, 
you know, in the next few moments as we share in the Lord's Supper together, it's an opportunity for us to pause and to just look heavenward, thank the one from whom all blessings flow for his kindness, his generosity, his sacrifice, the fact that he's not left us as orphans, but he's left us to be in relationship with each other and he's left us with his spirit and if we'll look heavenward um, he will constantly remind us that the day is coming when he's returning to be with us and I don't know about you but increasingly I feel like I'm looking forward to that day more than I've ever looked forward to in my life I, I do so in just a few moments we're going to pause and we're going to reflect on the sacrifice that Jesus made. Because one of the greatest ways that you and I are able to express to God our gratitude is just by pausing to remember. You know, it's if you're the one who gave your life on a cross, if you endured what Jesus did, the last thing that you want is for people to forget that you, that you love them like you do. One of the greatest things that we can do is remember that he paid the price he did so that we could benefit. Listen to what scripture says about the Lord's Supper. The Apostle Paul is speaking. He says, For this is what the Lord himself said, On the night when he was betrayed, the Lord Jesus took a loaf of bread. When he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. He was talking about the bread. He says, in the same way, he took the cup of wine after supper, saying, this is the cup of the new covenant between God and you, sealed by the shedding of my blood. Do this in remembrance of me as often as you drink it. For every time you eat this bread and drink this cup, you are announcing, some translations say, proclaiming the Lord's death until he comes. The Lord hasn't returned yet. As we share in the Lord's Supper this morning, we're just one more opportunity to just proclaim, Lord Jesus, thank you for your sacrifice. We remember your body, which was nailed to a cross. We remember your shed blood, representative of the new covenant of God's mercy and grace for all of us who put our faith in him. Lord, I'm just declaring my faith in you as I take this, this juice together. And it's an opportunity to remember that until Jesus comes, I'm going to remember, Lord. I'm going to remember. I'm going to ask you, if you would, let's bow our heads together, uh, pray, and then we'll share in the Lord's Supper. And then we're going to sing one more song together before we wrap up the morning, okay? Father, thank you for Southwoods. Thank you for all the people. Thank you for the sacrifices that many have made so that this place is here so that lives can be influenced for you. Lord, there is no person on the planet who deserves more recognition, more notoriety, more, more praise, more affirmation than you. You alone have made the difference in our lives. You left a throne in the heavens. You took upon yourself flesh. You humbled yourself in a sinful, harsh, and violent world. You lived a perfect life. 
And when you died, you did so not for your sins, you did that for our sins. You lived a sinless life. We have, every one of us, fallen far short of your glorious expectations of perfection for us. But Lord Jesus, because you died the sinless, or lived the sinless life you did, you could die as a substitute for our sins. And as God, you could forgive us. We praise you. We thank you. We remember this morning what you've done. We honor you now and for all eternity for your sacrifice. Lord, as we share in this supper, this, the bread and the juice, and we remember we just are proclaiming your death, burial, and your resurrection, your lordship, until that day when you come. And of course, Lord, when that day comes, we won't stop praising you. Because in truth, it will have only just begun. So we thank you. We praise you. We just want to say to you, Lord, happy anniversary. We thank you. Thank you for this place. And we thank you this morning for the anniversary opportunity to remember your sacrifice, your death, and your resurrection for us. Would you meet with us as we share in the Lord's Supper together? Would you strengthen feeble bodies? Would you minister to wounded spirits? Would you, would you encourage us with your presence? It's in Christ's name we pray. encourage you with something really quick before we sing this last song um, it's a big proclamation I'm going to invite you to stand up here just right now we're going to stand we're going to start here really quick I want to we just finished a sermon series on on really kind of suffering you know facing being followers of Christ and suffering and through persecution and it actually says in the Bible anyone who wants to live a godly life 
will be persecuted. And with that in mind, I just want to challenge you. And while we sing the song as we live our lives, that if living for Christ means that we're going to suffer and die, or being willing to suffer and die for him, if living for Christ means that we're willing to suffer and die for him, then how can we not talk about him? Can we not talk about him if that's, what, if that's what it means to live for him to truly decide that I'm going to live for him it means you're going to suffer and die for him how can we not talk about him so as we head into Easter week next week I just encourage you I challenge you to share your testimony to talk about him and the life that he brings so let me hear that in the song right now let's hear it in our lives alright because worship is more than a song amen let's sing this out run for cover but the miracle that I just can't get over my name is registered in heaven I believe in signs and wonders I have resurrection power yes I do still the miracle that I just can't get over my name testimony from death to life cause grace rewrote my story I'll testify by Jesus Christ the righteous I'm justified this is my testimony this is my testimony come together Together, sons and daughters, bought with blood and washed in water. Sing the praises of the Spirit, Son and Father. Our God will finish what He started. Yes, our God will finish what He started. Oh, this is my testimony from death to life. Cause grace rewrote my story I'll testify By Jesus Christ the righteous I'm justified This is my testimony This is my testimony 
Cause grace rewrote my story How have a reason to praise. Let me just pray this over you, then I'm going to dismiss you guys, and we'll have a great Sunday. Glorifying our Father and the breath He puts in our lungs and the life that He brings, not just in this life, but for the life to come. So let me pray this over you. Lord, we, we know that our testimony is more than a story. God, but it's, an, it's evidence. And I just pray that this week, Lord, and, and every day of our lives that our testimony would be more than just a story, but it would be that we would be a living testimony, evidence of your love, God. That we would be salt of the earth, a light, see, light, Lord, to all around us. So I just pray that this week, Lord, I pray that uh, you would be glorified in our lives, that they would know we are Christians by our love. We pray this in your son's name. Amen. Have a great Sunday.